Okay, so then we come to the final verse. Yeah, and this is the Bodhisattva's reply. I shall say nothing, but only fold in compassion's arms their frailty till it becomes strong with my strength, their limbs bright with my beauty, their souls with my wisdom luminous, or till I've become like them, a seed between wet stones of custom and circumstance. Hmm. Yeah, the Bodhisattva has no five-year plan. Hmm? So what does he say? He will not do anything. Of course, he doesn't mean that literally. He means that he won't do what you might have expected him to do. Because after all, a bodhisattva is a bodhisattva. He doesn't think in the way that other people who are not bodhisattvas think. So he says, I'll do nothing. I shall say nothing. Yes, yes. He says, well, yes, you're, you're asking me these questions, but don't think that I shall answer them on your terms. I shall answer them on my terms the terms of the Dharma. And then what does he go on to say? But only fold in compassion's arms their frailty till it becomes strong with my strength. Yeah. And then he carries on. Yes, he will identify himself with them. He won't have the attitude of, as it were, standing above them and doing things for them. Hmm? He will feel at one with them. And he will try to share with them to the extent that he can whatever he himself has gained, you know, spiritually. But if that doesn't work, so to speak, if he can't do that, yeah. he hasn't got a plan B to fall back on, what will he do or not do? He says, or till I've become like them, a seed between wet stones of custom and circumstance. Now that can be understood in more ways than one. Yeah. He says, if he can't do anything else, if circumstances don't permit, then he'll just identify himself with the people about whom he has been asked. Now this could be understood in various ways. Mm. Because I think like the other verses, this one sort of came to me. I didn't think it out. Yeah. Or think, well, this is what a Bodhisattva would reply. But uh, I think what I would say is, what well, is the Bodhisattva is a Bodhisattva. And even if he's, say, literally reborn as one of the people that have been asked about, he is still a Bodhisattva. Hmm? And he still has his Bodhisattva nature, and that will influence or have its effect on that uh, community and those individuals among whom he will be reborn. Because that's one way of explaining that passage. Otherwise, it's not so much that the Bodhisattva should do anything in particular. It's important that the Bodhisattva is. Hmm? If he just is a Bodhisattva, even without doing anything, people will pick up on that. Mm -hmm. And it will influence them, it will affect them. But of course, that's a very big thing. You say that with a lot of confidence, Bhante. Have you seen that happening? Hmm. I have met in the course of my life, including my life among the ex-antashwas, some very good people who have influenced others, or you might say almost use the force of their personality, yes, to, uh, to use that term. Even if we're not bodhisattvas, we shouldn't underestimate the effect of personal influence. 
I remember quite a long time ago, someone came to see me after being on one of our big winter retreats. And that I must have asked them how it had affected them, what they thought. And they said, well, it was a really wonderful retreat. We had wonderful meditations and we listened to talks on the Dharma. We talked with one another. It was such a friendly atmosphere. But they said, the thing that impressed me most was the team that was running the winter retreat. He said, I'd never seen before a group of people working together so harmoniously. Mm. That really struck him. Mm. It wasn't just one person, it was that group of people. The people who were running the retreat were working in a way that he'd never seen people working before. Perhaps he works in an office, and of course all sorts of little tensions and jealousies, you know, within an office there. Yeah? Well, I saw that myself when I was working <laughs> at County Hall, but he saw these Buddhists, these order members, working together so harmoniously in a way he'd never seen before, and that affected him very deeply, he said. And that is what he took away, above all, you know, from that retreat. Does that make you think that we should be exemplifying teamwork more than we do? I mean, you're using it as an illustration of how we can all have an impact on others, but you're also yeah. saying that this teamwork thing has a big impact. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's not just the individual influence, yeah. it's also the influence of a team. Yeah. So what does it require from us to move in this world and have that kind of positive influence? Mm. Well, we have to practice the Dharma yeah. ourselves, don't we? One of our mitras, of course, is uh, elected as a member of parliament. And, of course, uh, she will be in a position to have some influence. One individual member of parliament doesn't have an enormous amount of influence, but they do have some. Yeah. In fact, this particular person told me that she'd met with the prime minister and made it clear to him that even though he didn't want to ban fox hunting, she did. She was against fox hunting. So it's maintaining our spiritual ideals in whatever circumstances we find yes. ourselves. And of course there's often so much pressure on us, you know, to move a little bit away from practicing those ideals. 